Let me out love politics episode three, two, one. <clears throat> well, um, here we are, guys. Uh, welcome back to Living Out Love for our episode on politics. Yay! Clearly, we're thrilled about it. Easy, no, we are. We easy are. Topic. Uh, the easiest topic. This is going to be the easiest, least controversial episode we ever do. Yeah. Um, it's a good thing it's like our first one, so you know we're just getting it out of the way. Yeah, wait till we it's... talk about how to talk to talk to somebody who has a different favorite color than you. Oh. That's going to be a rough one. You guys, you're all losing because I love blue. It's pink, yeah, guys. It's pink. It's burgundy. The glass. The glass. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we are um, just just real quick, Sarah, Rick, Sam. Glad to be back here. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll just we'll jump right into it. I would say it's an elephant in the room, except we already know what it is. The ghosts are knocking phones off. Um, it's yeah, it's not so much an elephant as it is just the the giant thing in front of our faces. Well, it's an elephant or a donkey, is what I'm told. <laughs> That was good. That was good. Yeah. Nice. Um, so it's, we love to see it. So it's the elephant or donkey in the room that's that's about this close from your face. Especially right now when we're recording this. It's November. Um, it's about, what, five days? Less, yeah, less than a week. Uh, before midterms. So, you know, tensions can be kind of high. Uh, not going to lie, guys. I'm thankful it's not a presidential election year. That just makes it a little less stressful. Um, Absolutely. But it's, it's still stressful on a local level. And... T- some would say matters even more now that some is local. Like, can I ask something too? Like, <laughs> how did we get to a place when the presidential election became stressful? That's a like, you when know, was it ever stressful? You, like, uh, like the only ones I grow up. Like, man, when I was in the '82, when I like that was like that's such a weird thing. Yeah. Agree. Oh yeah. The, the weirdest thing, just as a younger person, was being told like, "Oh my gosh, you can't wait till you vote in your first presidential election." And then mine was in twenty. 16? Oh. Which one was that? Oh, that was a good one. Yo. 2016 was the good one. It was the good one. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was one where everybody loved each other. Right. And it was just <laughs> we don't actually, building each other up yeah. and hoping that the best person wins. We don't need to do the podcast anymore. Just look at how people loved each other during the 2016 election yeah. cycle. It's a blueprint, yeah. right? That's a blueprint for how to love people in politics. Absolutely. And so that, obviously, my therapist says that I use sarcasm as a coping mechanism. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so obviously we're being sarcastic, um, but that's that's why we're here. We are here yeah. to talk about the non-sarcastic way to actually get down to the root of it and recognize that we do not love each other well when talking about politics. Just as a blanket statement, some people do, but for the most part, we don't. I'll include myself in that. Um, I like to think I'm better than I was, but yeah, we we just are trying to figure this out. What do you, what do you think little, that is? Like what? Like what is that? I don't know, but I got a quick little story that might kind of sum up what Sarah's saying. Uh, there's a couple, and I teach a class on Wednesday night at the church, and there's a couple that said they were in this small group and they were loving the small group, and after two years they just left the small group. And I said, well, what happened? Mm-hmm. And they said it became a political debate every week we met, mm-hmm. and she. And they would try to divert the conversation away from politics because they were there yeah. to fellowship, yeah. not to yeah. debate politics. Right. And she finally just took herself out of the group. And her and her husband are great people. And that's just a perfect example of how the problem has affected people. They just didn't even feel like comfortable being in a, a small group that sure. they had already been in for yeah. two years. 
it's this thing that has permeated every aspect of our lives. Um, at, at least as Americans, I obviously we can't speak to other countries, but as American Christians, it has permeated every single aspect of our lives, including our faith yep. and the ways we interact with people and the churches we go to and the types of community groups we go to. Um, and that it's not healthy. It's not sustainable for us to continue in this kind of toxic political environment that's currently existing. I know one of the things that I've been saying, and I know we've all discussed it, is that I think the biggest thing, I don't, I'm not sure exactly what the root of it is, but the biggest thing we can do as people who are trying to love like Christ is reject this call that politics has placed on us, that the other side has to be your enemy. Mm. I, I hate so that that black and white thinking. That's because when we when we see Christ, that's not how it is. When we look at his disciples, even within just the twelve, we have men who are of all sorts of different oh, political <laughs> right. They're all over the spectrum, including a tax collector and a zealot who actively hated each other. Right. And Jesus said, "You're gonna you're gonna exist together." We're all going to be on the road together. We're all going to be in this together. And they ended up building the church together. So we see in Scripture it's possible for reconciliation in this. Well, and I think one of the things that that we're presented with, and, and, you know, it started, I mean, it was already kind of starting to get kind of volatile before that, but especially in the 2016 election, this attitude kind of seeped into our American culture that was, well, this is what I think and this is what you think. So we're going to talk about it, but if we don't leave the conversation and you don't think like I do, then it was a waste of my time. Or the point of us talking together is not sharing our ideas so that we can understand each other better. It's that, well, I'm here to convince you that the way you think is wrong and the way that I think is right. And when we do that, that's what kills relationships, right? Because then you're completely discounting the person, right? You're You're not considering you know where they come from and and one of the things that i always share with people is that i have to remember as a christ follower as a christ follower that my personal experience growing up parents friends family school all of it is not a shared blanketed experience right like how you two were brought up and the families you grew up in were different than mine it's not better or worse. It's just different. Yeah. But the thing is, is that I assume that every, if I assume that everybody has the same opportunities that I did and arrived at the same place that I did in the same way, well, num- number one, that's ignorant. But then number two, I'm going to take for granted all of those things that make them who they are. Yeah. And so I know, like I would, I did some, a lot of like, you know, you talked about voting in the 2016 election. Like, man, I had like lifelong, like best mm-hmm. friends that like, we were like, we were enemies of each other for a period of time and it broke my heart because like just because of how we were talking about a vote and like i remember in a conversation i had a guy tell me you know i said well you can't really define someone by who they vote for he's like well sure you can and i was like what are you talking about like we're talking about like a a, a blip on the radar of our lives you know when it comes to politics so you know and all of those things that i described that's not what god calls us to Right, and that's that's where I was. The struggle was for me. Yeah, and I think uh, what we talked about is, you know, we're going to have this umbrella topic, and then all these subtopics are going to go underneath it. And the topic is 
how to love people that think differently than you. Yeah. Right. And our first topic under that is politics. <laughs> right. Which because is there's a lot of different. different things going on. Right. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think the challenge that we all have is we don't get to judge what they believe. We don't get to judge what their viewpoint is. And we don't get to assume that they know everything about each political party and what each candidate stands for. I mean, the challenge I feel like we try to act like we know everything about politics, but we all know that politicians do not spell out everything they believe. <laughs> oh no! And they don't yeah, want to because I'll go to the websites and I'm like, so I just want to know what you think about this. <laughs> right. Like, and if they they have to play the Switzerland card because yeah. if they don't, they're not going to win the vote. Or they have to be super vague with everything because then they don't have to make anybody like That's upset true. because you know if I'm super ambiguous and vague with. What I, what I commit to or right. what I'm promising, well, then on the other side of it, if I don't do it, then there really isn't like the accountability there. Or I can just, oh, well, I didn't really say yeah. that. Well, we know that if they do say something, they're going to be held accountable in a commercial yeah. <laughs> that says, oh, you stood for this. And then right. now you're saying you stand for that. So they lose credibility. So they do, like you said, they dodge issues. Yeah. And, and to me... Uh, we need to love whoever is placed in that position, yeah. right? God places people in leadership. It's not our job to, dis to agree or disagree with God. Mm -hmm. He put them there, and it's his reason. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't have to tell us it. We have to love whoever's in charge because that's what God wants us to do. He wants us yeah. to love the person that God elected. And I think we lose that in translation sometimes. Yeah. Well, it's, it's Romans 13, no matter who's in charge, right? I so often, I saw this happen in 2020. I saw people who had been claiming Romans 13 for four years now say it doesn't apply. Um, and I now see people who didn't claim Romans 13 for the last yep. however many years are like, oh, Romans 13. For context, it's the part where Paul is talking about how like, hey, submit to whoever's in power. But it applies universally, first of all. The people that were in power when Paul was writing that are far worse than whoever we have in power today. So let's get our perspective <laughs> yeah. in line here. Yeah, I've heard of a guy named Nero. Right, none of us are getting burned alive, so yeah, we'll so, take it. Yeah. And I, but it's the consistency, right? The scriptures do not change. They won't change on Tuesday, no matter who gets elected. The scriptures are still there. Romans 13 is still written as it was written to the Romans. Now, our cultural context, obviously, has changed quite a bit since Paul wrote that. But the heart and the spirit of what he's saying hasn't changed. And that is, especially as Christians living in a kingdom that isn't ours, right? This isn't, this, this country is not the end goal. This is not where we're destined for. Right. Especially as people... Heaven isn't America, right? Yeah. Like, like heaven is... Yeah. <laughs> heaven oh, is, God. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> well, God would do way better. Like, yeah, right? yeah, like, exactly. You know, and, and listen, not a knock against America or anything, but it's just like, you know, sometimes we get wrapped up in that whole idea of like what our viewpoint is of that. Right. But right, our, the eternal place that we're going has nothing to do with what's happening here. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, uh, and we've had conversations about it as well, where somewhere along the way like we like completely interwove mm -hmm. like the american dream and like america into yeah. like a, a biblical wor worldview whereas like we are 
you know, oh, well, no, we're the good guys in the Bible. So whenever you read the Bible, right. like, we're the good guys. But, like, actually, like, we're the bad guys a lot of times. Like, I remember I was reading a book where it talked about um, how, you know, if you, if you know anything about the Old Testament, you know, the Israelites, they had their journey that they went through in the Old Testament, and a lot of it was through slavery. And, you know, when you look at, like, the picture of, like, when Moses was there and it was, like, Egypt and the Israelites and their, you know, hundreds of years of slavery they had, it's like, you know, hey, like, you know, we were, we're Egypt. <laughs> like, we're not yeah. the Israelites in a lot of those cases. Like, we're actually Egypt. Yeah. But we, that's hard, right? Like, why would we want to, why would we want to recognize ourselves as the quote-unquote villains in a story when it's much easier to play it off as, oh, no, well, like, but we were the ones that were, We were you know, right. Yeah. We had reasons for it. We just right. it. And I, I think the thing is like having your political opinions is that is there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's like stand for the things that you believe for wherever they may fall. It's when we start to lose the plot a little bit and we start putting any of our political affiliations over our kingdom citizenship. That's when we start going awry, when we start going downhill. I know one of the things we had written down to talk about was how do we navigate conversations about politics with people who are very actively on the other side of the spectrum from us. Or like passionate about it. Like it's yeah. not just like, oh, well, this is how I vote. Like people now are like, no, I am this. And right. like, because I believe in this and I believe in this. And it's not this just like, oh yeah, cool. Like I'm going to vote this side. And you're like, yeah. cool, I'm going to vote this side. Like, <laughs> Right. And can I be honest, guys? I think there's a lot of power in walking away from those conversations. When you get people who are maybe just out looking for a fight, like they know where you stand on a political issue and it's not where they stand and they just they bring it up at the dinner table and you're like, okay, we're doing this again. I <laughs> Because we... Because this was a great dinner conversation. We can get inclined to then yeah. get a little heated up, a little riled up. I said first episode, I'm an arguer, man. Like, <laughs> you, you, you give me the right set of circumstances, I will debate you until I pass out. <laughs> and I think especially as we're having these interactions with other Christians, I think there's power in either walking away or just point blank changing the conversation topic. I think that when we are having this mindset of kingdom over country, we can't be in a space where we're willing to lose relationships over political disagreements. That's not, I think, to, to borrow language from Paul again, he says, brothers, this should not be. Um, that shouldn't be, should never be the case amongst Christians where we're losing relationships over our political disagreements. What kind of tools do you guys think we can use in these tough situations? I mean, that's a tough, you know, like there, there's got to be, um, you know, there's got to be a tool out there. Obviously, I feel like listening is one of those tools because, like you said, they, they want to be heard. Yeah. And if we love them, we're going to listen and let, let them do their viewpoint. We might not agree with it, but uh, I, think it's, I think it is okay to just listen and hear them out. Um, but I also think, like you said, we, we can't look too deeply into this. And sometimes listening isn't the answer either, right? Because if someone's so far gone that they don't want to listen or talk, they just want to, they're just going to go with their views to the 10th power, right? Yeah. Maybe that's not a, a conversation you have, right? So you're, so you're right. But then again, maybe for the, the person that, you know, believes in their views as a Republican or a Democrat or whatever their party is and, um, or an independent, right? 
maybe we listen, right? Uh, and I'm a big fan of letting them kind of give me solutions to the problem or give me answers to questions that 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 I would have. Like, you know, like, do, do you really think that the president of the country is the absolute, like, that's the biggest person in the, in the United States? Is that really what you think? Because I would like to know the answer to that question. Right. Um, just tell me, I'll listen, because to me, we have a we have a government, right. and the government is is really what's running the country, right? The, the president is the figurehead, and doesn't you know has to has a big job. Don't get me wrong; I would never uh, want to take that job on myself, and I, I admire that. Yeah. yeah, but I think um, I think one of the tools is listening. Anything else you guys think could really help us with with this? You know, loving others with different different political views. So. First off, the listening thing I think is great. Um, you know, another thing, and you kind of alluded to it a little bit, was asking questions, right? Like, because my, so the purpose of a conversation we have with somebody who thinks differently than we do politically should be seeking to understand where they're coming from. Not to yeah. disprove what they're coming from, but to understand why they think what they think. And, you know, and I think if we could be okay with that, like, I, I think that's good. I know, um, you know, strategies, you know, obviously walking away from the conversation is a way to do it. But I, I've gotten to, and it's, I'm not, this isn't like a, an avoiding thing or anything. It's the, you know, it's truth. Look, I, <laughs> I spend literally zero energy or time like looking into politics. Like, I just don't like, so if you're somebody who's like up to date on like political stuff and whatever, like I'm probably not a good conversation partner because like, I just don't care enough about it to invest time into like learning and like studying stuff. That doesn't mean like I just like, you know, spin a wheel and vote for people or anything. Like I do, you know, I'm, I try to stay up to date on things that are going on, but like I don't invest a ton of energy into that. And really like I, we're saying that we want to love people like Jesus, right? Well, look at Jesus's ministry. Yeah. He spent little to no time dealing with things that had to do with the government. Like, there was an element of governmental things that went on with the Jewish people and a little bit with the Romans and the things like that who were, you know, over the, the people, the Israelite people at that time. But, for, like, he didn't get into political debates with people. Like, he didn't, you know, they, they, he had the one conversation where it was like, you know, render to Caesar what Caesar's, right? I mean, that's pretty much as political as he was going to get. Well, and I think what's interesting is that if I recall correctly, and if I'm wrong, someone please call me out on it, but... It, if I'm recalling correctly, every time we do see Jesus having a conversation of that nature, he's dragged into it. Yep. Someone's trying to trap him with something, or they're just like, Jesus, what do you think about this? He's and, rarely bringing it up. And at the end of that conversation, Jesus is saying, yeah, but God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but God. God yeah, the Father. Absolutely. Like He always brought it back to that. So, you know, our hope would be that in those conversations, I guess, and that we would have an opportunity to share you know, hey, it's not just about I vote this way or I vote this way, but like, you know what? Actually, you know what I care about infinitely more than politics? My relationship with Jesus. Like, that's what I care about much, much more. And that's where I, the time that I don't invest in that, I'm usually investing in something that's growing my relationship with Christ. My relationship with Christ and my relationship with you, right? That's that's the call yep. is to love God and to love others. Mm -hmm. And that has, that has to be it. That has to be the point. That has to be what we keep coming back to. 
Yeah, so I think as we get closer to this election day and, 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 and we have different views, we need to keep in mind, like, like Rick, your point was great, ask some questions, divert back to God, you know, and loving others. I think that's great, Sarah. And then obviously just sitting there and listening. You know, the, all three of those uh, could really show people that you love them regardless of how they think politically, whether it's the same as you or different. Yeah. It's not really relevant. You know, like it, it, everybody's entitled to an opinion. Uh, half the time, we don't even know what they base their opinion on yeah. right? or what, what we're basing our opinion on. You know, I have a struggle personally with voting myself too because I don't feel that I do enough research in the area. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to vote just based on popularity. I don't feel that that's doing justice, so I have to do more research. So I, I force myself to get educated, not because I want to, You're right? you know, I, but like, you know, we've had some unique uh, people take, take, the, uh, take the presidency and take uh, governmental roles because of yeah. popularity. Mm-hmm. Some have been super qualified, yeah. right? So uh, I, I really, I'm going to work to listen more, to learn more, because I don't feel like I know, and and uh, I don't know. Some people vote straight party, right? They don't know anything about half the candidates. They just see, oh, I'm going to check this, and it, that means all these people are are elected. Maybe it's time to start looking at each individual, yeah. right, and, and and analyzing instead of just voting right. your party because you agree with one issue. Yeah with that party. <laughs> oh yeah. And I mean, we could do a whole separate episode on, oh, on just some of those things. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think a good kind of like mantra, I guess, or like, if you want to put a little line to this, it would be, you know, like personal relationships over politics a hundred percent of the time. Right. Because the, the most valuable thing that God blesses us with here on this earth yeah. is relationships with other people. So we should do everything that we can to preserve and protect those relationships. Absolutely. If that means that we let a person speak their mind and we vehemently disagree on their political viewpoints, you know what? It doesn't matter because I infinitely care more about that person and what that person means to me than what their political views are. And you know what? Like, I'm not losing any sleep over how somebody else votes. I'm really not. Yeah. <laughs> Love God. Love others with different political views. Yeah, Absolutely, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. God calls me to love you despite how you vote. Like, right? like, <laughs> Our merch we'll line see, will yeah. be in the shop in about Once the shop is made, yeah. Uh, <laughs> First we need a shop. Thanks, so. Um Yeah, I mean, obviously we could sit here talking about this for hours probably, but in the interest of time, we will yeah. not. I think that's a pretty good space to end in unless you guys have final things you well, want to say. Well, here's the reality too. We're probably going to go back and revisit this, this right? Is very like, this will be, we'll probably come back here a couple times because I don't, I don't know that our society is going to allow it to get better. Oh, and yeah. I think that we have to even fight harder to preserve this idea that I love you more than your political affiliations. Yeah. And so, and we're going to have to actually like live that out and hopefully like equip people in more, you know, more ways to be able to live that out as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, and I hope after the podcast, if you have that tough conversation about politics that you can remember to listen, ask questions Mm -hmm. and, and revert it all back to God. Yeah. Uh, I think those are the tools that we kind of gave you today. And obviously we're going to practice those as well. And we'd love to hear about it. Uh, 
through social media or whatever yeah. platform you uh, you use. Yeah, you can put it in our comments. Like we love to you know hear feedback on whenever we talk about. It. And once again, we realize too we're trying to give you <laughs> we're trying to give you like you know a right. three months worth of information right. in like a 20, 25 minute segment. So, yes. but yeah, um, so. I'm actually looking forward to next time too, because I think Sam, you're gonna walk us through uh, how to how to deal with people that believe things differently than we do, right? Yes, because obviously our uh, how, these people do think differently, right? That's our umbrella, and underneath thinking differently, their belief system. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna look at some, you know, some different religious beliefs, different backgrounds, and and kind of really dive into that. So I'm super excited about that. The next topic. Awesome, Sarah. Thank you so much. This was this was great. I'm glad. Uh, yes, thank you. Glad we hit the ground running with this uh, super easy digestible. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do the uncomfortable stuff first and get it out of the way. We're on. Because then it's all gravy after this. Right? Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Living Out Love podcast. Go ahead and if you like this, feel free to leave us a review. Make sure you're subscribed on wherever you are listening to this podcast, wherever that may be. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.